You're listening to a Benstown and McVeigh Media Podcast Network production. Run It Again is an inside look at the players, the coaches, and the business of sports with former NFL star and broadcaster Ron Pitts. And two minutes later, I was back in the same Oklahoma drill that I got the concussion from. And the mastermind behind the greatest show on turf, Coach Mike Marks. And we want to force him into a vanilla defense and go to work. Run It Again is a hard-hitting, no BS podcast that connects you directly to the source. This is Run It Again. Welcome to Run It Again. Now, here's Ron Pitts with the coach, Mike Marks. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, you were, uh, let's jump right into it. You, you were right on those, uh, those Rams now. You called that last week. You said they're going to go down there and slap them in the face, and they did. Yeah, I think the Rams really are a better team when you look at it. They really are. Um, they've not been playing well. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the key to it, of course, like, like we talked about last week, Ron, is a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Stafford. If he and he was lights out now. I mean, he, he was. was like 76 percent, three touchdowns. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the best I think he's ever played. That's the best I've seen him play. You're yeah. right. I was going to say that exactly. And he's he's got that in him, but I think, like you have mentioned many times, he had to get the Detroit out of him, so to speak. And you know, I think that uh, he's a worrier. I've had quarterbacks like that where they're. They're afraid of pulling the trigger. They're not sure. Instead, just playing. You know, just let it go. Mm-hmm. He's still nervous in the pocket, which bothers me. He gets real antsy in there, but he's a lot more calm. That he's a lot more confident than he was before. So he played really well. And if he didn't, they don't win. And everything's predicated on him. And you know that offense scored like five times in a row. And defensively, they just got charged up and started playing. You know? Yeah, yeah. And 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 I thought Arizona helped his cause because oh, no I, question. Yeah. That, that might've been the worst I've ever seen Kyler Murray play. And I don't know if it's the home thing. They don't play well at home. You know, they've lost three now at home. I think it might just be who they played at home. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I do know this. Uh, the Rams put on a show in a pass rush sense that they've not done this year. Right. Like we were talking about last, last week, number 54, I can't remember his name, the, the end for the Rams there on the Floyd. left side. Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd. I mean, he's a yeah. violent pass rusher, but he just got carried away. We yeah. used to tell those guys against that, don't work for the sack. Squeeze the pocket. Let him bail. And we'll get the push up inside because he's short. Yeah. We'll get the push inside, and he's going to bail right into you. But don't if you try to sack him, he's going to beat you, you know, and, so he let him outside a couple times, and that's where they got two big throws when he broke outside. We talked about that last week. Uh, in order to beat Kyler Murray, you've got to squeeze a pocket and make him play the game in the pocket. That's counterintuitive yeah. to how you attack yeah. most quarterbacks. And he'll get nervous because he's short and he can't see. And that's on the right, right. side, on the right side, uh, they, he did that on the right side. He, yeah. In fact, he got a sack on him doing that. Uh huh. Yeah. Just, just the way they're supposed to do it. So the yeah. two new signees that they got really contributed in that game as well. The stars showed up. They, yeah, the two kids that they just brought in, you know, um, and of course the receiver had a big night too. I think he did. He only had about yeah. three catches, but they're big plays in the game. That's right. No, Odell Beckham, he had, he had six total. Cup was the one. 13 catches, 123 yards. It was a career night for him. Uh, you know, turnovers will kill you every time. People get tired of hearing it. But the Cardinals go down the field, you know, great drive in the first quarter. And I, and I glanced at the possession, and they had taken 10 minutes off of the first quarter on the drive, and then he throws the pick. Yeah. And, you know, and Mike, it looked to me 
It looked to me like a classic story. I'm not taking anything away from the Rams. It looked to me like a classic story of the, the Cardinals buying in to all of the stuff they were hearing about the Rams. And then to make it worse, day of game, they get uh, five total COVID inactives, including some big-time guys like Jalen Ramsey no and question. the right tackle, Havenstein. So I Put just – it does. Yeah. It, put, it kind of puts them, oh, we got this, you know, that kind of thing. It oh, I can tell by out. their energy. They just didn't. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins dropping balls. They just look, like you said, sleep. No they energy. When, when you come out, a team like the Rams, the thing that makes Arizona so unique is they've got such great team speed. Yeah. But the Rams can match them. They're one of the few teams that can match their speed on both sides of the ball right. when they play. The, the, there were some violent pass rushes inside in that game. It was, you know, from a technical standpoint, from a coach, when you watch it, Aaron Donald, buddy, he got off now. He, oh, he yeah. If he didn't make the sack, they were tackling him, or he had pushed him all the way back and forced him to bail, you know. Yeah. But that, and he's, of course, the one that got the tip on it. But he played, a, he had a career night. Yeah, that was Garcia. He was working on inside. The first play of the game, he just got underneath his chest plate. And he looked like he was on ice skates. But he played both sides. The key yeah, he kept, moved around. Yeah. yeah, he moved. They put him on the right side over the left guard there when they found him basically, I use the term, but pigeon. He, like yeah. you said, he got on Garcia on the left, on the other side. He got the push, and then they put him on the other side, and he just worked him. They just worked him. And, yeah. and that's a good offensive line now with the Cardinals. They're good. Mm-hmm. See, the thing oh. about the Rams is if, they'll, if Stafford, he's got that, he finally has that big game. Now where he's come through, because they had their back against the wall. There's no question about it. Yeah. And he came through in a big game and won it because and, of him. Right. And now I think that's a huge turning point in this young man's career. Huge turning point. There's no yeah. doubt now what he's about and what he can do. That's right. No, if, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it from this point forward. That's that's what I that's what it looks like and feels like. But this is the first game, I think, Ron, where he's where the you know, because the games in, in Detroit, you know, they just they really don't matter, you know, the scheme, but the whole nation's watching him. It's it's a chance to get in the yeah. playoffs. So he's he's fighting and fighting. But to have that performance against that, yeah. a quality team like that, I don't think he's ever done that before. No, I don't I don't think he has either. Yeah. And and they and the Rams got helped out early because they had to start because of the the Jalen Ramsey COVID thing. He didn't play and, and a couple other guys didn't play. They had some young corners out there at number 35 or they they were about to take him to the woodshed. But Kyler missed him twice wide open. And one was a touchdown. And I knew then yeah. the Rams had a chance. I knew they yeah, definitely he can had do, a chance. He can do that occasionally. I mean, that's it does happen in the league. Even the oh, best ones do that. They might. It was it was in that corner. That poor kid. I, I know what that kid was going through. I mean, he was just brought up from the practice squad. They threw him out there. And things are going 500 miles an hour. One time he tried to get out of his back pedal, just a simple turn and run deep, Mike. And fell. he fell. He just fell I mean, down, yeah. I've seen that. I've done that. I'm laughing yeah. because I've done that. I've coached kids that have done that. And yeah, it's, you know, it's just... nerves. I had a kid in high school that did that. You know, the coaching staff didn't want to play him. They, they were whatever. And I said, no, he's our best player. Let's put him on the field. So the first play, I looked out at him. He's standing back about seven yards. His knees are shaking. <laughs> and, and, like, they just ran a little slant, and he tried to break on it and fell and hit his head, and I just yeah. started laughing. The head coach is screaming. And when he came off the field, I, I looked at him. I laughed. I said, okay, you got it it's out of your system. Gonna- yeah, it's over. <laughs> and then he laughed, and then he had a, a great 
game. But so, or after that, he played pretty good. Yeah, he settled he came down. Up, made some big tackles, yeah. and yeah. you know he was tight in coverage most of the time. He wasn't. He was, ended up not being an issue at all. You know, it yeah. was. They didn't. They were shocked by the Rams uh, how physical they were and how fast they were playing. Usually, they set the pace, and the Rams set the pace. And the Rams to be a championship team, they ha- they have to play like that every single week and get better at it. Yeah, they they they. Uh, that's what happens when you don't come ready to play. That's what should happen. And you know what? Welcome to the NFL. Plus, the running back was it that Michael Michelle? He had a he Michelle, had a big yes, day. Yes, I'm sorry, yeah. Michelle. He yes. got off too. And yeah, he, he had a big physical. day. Some, some they, strong. They need to go ahead and saddle him up a little bit too, and get him going to take the pressure off that passing game. You know, right? Yeah. Well, they didn't get the Henderson kid back. Uh, he, he was. You know, he had the injury. Then he also had the knee. So, yeah, or, uh, yeah. on the COVID, rather. COVID so, thing, yeah. yeah. So, and and Michelle, you know, coming out of out of uh, New England, he he's he knows what time it is this time of year. And you he, can see he was it. a good player there. Now he did yeah. a good job for him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's go uh, Sunday night. Green Bay in Chicago. I, I thought Green Bay was going to fall asleep on that one. And the whole Rogers, I own you, and all this, and that little return man for Chicago. <laughs> Boy, he he was trying to start some stuff, wasn't he? Boy, I tell you, the, the yard the yard lines were going by fast when he's coming back on that part Did return. You, they? you say They're the yard lines were going by? They're going by real fast. faster than everybody else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had amazing speed. It was fun to watch him. Um, I think they just came out from the. There's no question that the comment affected the the Bears. They came out and played really good football and. But you know that burst just isn't enough in the long run when the other team is as good as as they are. They just they just go to work on you. You know, they yeah. use some of that against you too. You know, you just get kind of caught up in the emotion of it, and you you do stupid stuff. You know. Yeah. What other game did you see that that really stood out to you, Mike? Well, the Buffalo game. You know, that was interesting because they got behind and then they made, they stormed the gates at the end, but. You know, Brady let him in that thing. You know, Brady in the first half was just ridiculous. The second half, and he's done this. You and I have seen him do this during the season. The second half, he missed probably three throws that he would never miss normally. It just didn't make sense. But they got him three and out there in the second half quite a bit, and they made it quite a game. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know what, was, what's going to happen to Buffalo now because what is that? And aren't they just about five hundred now? Or um, and they yeah. start off so hot, R- right? No, they they started off real hot, Mike, and now that's two losses in a row. Okay, they lost one obviously last week up there in New England, and now they've lost uh, you know this one here. And I knew that was going to be a tough one. It, it traditionally well, two great teams, tough. yeah, two great teams. But I think the the biggest thing that shocked me about that game run is defensively. They couldn't even slow him down. I'm talking yeah. about Buffalo. They didn't slow yeah. him down. Yeah. Of course, not many people do, but you know, I thought Buffalo was a little better than that on defense. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills are seven and six. But it, they're see, they're they're stuck in a in a in a I don't want to say a rut, but this is this time of year where you got two Hummers back to back. Okay. And now they're getting ready to go back up to New England pretty soon yeah. here and 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 play them. And and New England's coming off a bye week. Okay, so you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be rough sledding, and no one cares, right? What they say, we don't care how tired. <laughs> well, that's the point, you know. Nobody cares. Yeah, how you have a short week, or if you lost yeah. these guys to COVID, or this or that, or that your quarterback's hurt. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares. <laughs> right. You got to let them play. Right. You know? I mean, they they've got they've got a week in between. Buffalo's got Carolina uh, coming up this week, and then. They're going to take on New England. So now is Cam back? 
He said he was back, but I haven't seen he, him. He said he was back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm back and I haven't won a game yet. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I ought to go back. Well, <laughs> God. <laughs> well, so much for stomping on logos. Yeah, right. right. For, for uh, the, the Raiders Kansas City game, that that's just now. Let's look at this now. Okay. Now Green Bay, he he makes the comment they're a real good team, yeah. and it's true. I mean, he has owned them, right? So they yeah. just show up and they beat him again, right? It's true. Yeah. The Raiders are struggling and to go, to go out on the field on the logo out there and, and do what they did. This doesn't make any sense to me. Why would like why would you do that? I mean, what so Basaccia, I you know, he's taken over as interim head coach, well-respected guy, you know, been in the league a long time, long time special teams coaches. We know the guy uh, yeah. down in Tampa Bay. And it seems with all the rhetoric and all the talk, in spite of what this team has gone through this year. That the, the the players have taken to him, they they yeah. you know they like him, embrace him, and I, I just don't know if that's something that he okayed. I, I'm pretty sure he's said, "Hey, players, you do what you do. This is your team. You do what you know." You remember Gruden had the victory lap after you win. They take a victory lap with the buses around the stadium. Is, is this more of that? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, you just, look at Andy Reid, uh, you look at Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll, any of those guys. You, know, you just don't do that stuff. You just don't. Why? I, I mean, yeah. I just anyway. Um, <laughs> let's go. To, let's go back. I was talking about that Dallas Washington game. So, you know, Dallas brought the heaters up there, and uh, Mike McCarthy said during the week, uh, "Yeah, I'm confident we can go win." That's that old school Dallas Cowboy talk. That reminded me of Jimmy Johnson on the radio uh, before a playoff game, I believe it was one time, saying, uh, "Yeah, I guarantee the win." And I, you know, I, I, I wonder if they play best like that because that's them. Well, yeah, I, you know, the other thing is though, it was taken out of context. He said, oh, I, feel yeah, like we, right. we, "I feel like we can win every week." Is kind of basically what he said. I, I, that's I, exactly I what he win. said. Yeah, so, right. and the media, right. of course, you know. Yeah, but I think uh, you know when you're when you're a talented football team. You know, and you're trying to get momentum going. Sometimes that stuff, you know, when you call somebody out as a coach or something like that, and basically, I don't know that he really intended to do that, but the, you know, they rise and they rose to the occasion. I told you that story about, yeah, you know, my experience with that with uh, New Orleans, you know, at the end of the season. But oh yeah, with, yeah. with Jimmy Haslett, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Jimmy Haslett. <laughs> Hey, coach, how you uh, – now, you just played on Monday night and got beat down in Tampa Bay. Now, how are you going to go back on Saturday, last game of the season on Christmas? And if you're lucky enough to win, you're going to have to go back down there on New Year's and, and try to beat them. Well, I was going to walk away from it, and then it just stuck me. i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go down there and wish them Merry Christmas and beat their behinds and come back and do all that stuff. And but, that's pretty much what you did. As we did, yeah, we went yeah. down there and beat him. But you know, the, the whole point there was we were dead, yeah. physically beat up and tired. And you know, at that point, the players, there's so much character in the locker room. We played our hearts out. You know, they just did a great job with it. And sometimes that wasn't intentional mm-hmm. by any stretch of imagination. But this, the story about that is important to me because they're so competitive and tough. They rose to the challenge and just did yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chargers now, everyone's talking about the Chargers. Kansas City took care of the Raiders. Uh, and I know your feelings about Kansas City. You, you still think the quarterback needs to get himself back in center in, in, in the defense. It's playing better, but they have their moments. So, you know, everyone's talking Herbert now. Boy, I, I tell you, L.A. is an amazing place because 
three weeks ago, they were on the kid's case. Said, ah, oh, he's throwing interceptions. He's doing this. He's doing that. Blah, 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 blah. You know, now he has one big throw and it was a nice throw, but now they're back on the Herbert train. So what, what do you think on this one? When people that know football have never left that train. Right. You know, you have to do, right. you watch him. There's so many things around him. He's why, I mean, he's such a good player. He's a, he's a Roger, Aaron Rodgers kind of talent, yeah. you know, and, we said that in the beginning of the season. He's yeah, been and he out. is so unusual. Now they may have some problems on defense or here or there, but yeah, no, he's just—he's a great player. You know, that's not going to change. You know, they have to fix some other things. But when they go to Kansas City, they beat him earlier in the year. When they go to Kansas City, they can keep pace with Kansas mm-hmm. City offensively. And you know, the thing about Kansas City, the way they won in the past is they get out so early on you at times. They make you change what you do. But with a great passing team like the Chargers are, they won't blink. They'll go in there and it'll be a it'll be a battle. Defensively, they're much better than what they were. Yeah. You know, they they were just they could not do anything against a run, but they've done some things to to help themselves there too. And I think the back, the running back is gonna be back this week for San Diego. Yeah, yeah, for the Chargers. Yeah. Now they're they're playing that game in LA. Uh, San Diego, I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Chargers. No, I know you you there's a lot of <laughs> I'm always, running into more and more people, Mike, that refuse to say LA. Well, it's yeah. it's it is San Diego. It. It's always gonna be the San Diego Chargers to me. So you yeah. have to just live with that one. You know? I, I'm gonna live with it. And another another issue here, he may come off the list, but uh, the starting left tackle, Rashawn Slater for the Chargers, he's on the COVID list. Oh, he is. So, yeah. So he may come off before game time. But remember now, this is a Thursday game. So yeah. that's a that's a quick turnaround. This is going to be an interesting one. We'll, we'll see who's really who on this one. We'll see if, you know, the Kansas City defense has been fixed. We'll see if Mahomes is is back to the old Mahomes. We'll, we'll see if if uh, how much Herbert can carry him. And we'll see if they can get along the Chargers, that is, you know, with a change at left, left tackle. They've got an issue at the right tackle, boy. They do. Uh, yeah. Storm Norton. Jackie Slater's all over Storm Norton now. Man, he's <laughs> he's been on him since the beginning of the, of the year. Not a very confident player yet. Ron. Yeah. He just he, yeah. he just uh, I've had a couple guys like him in the past. He could end up being a real good player, but he just doesn't have that kind of confidence yet. But yeah. if they get Eckler back in the running game, because that's the key for them, because he kind of changes the game for them, you know, because he's a he's a violent runner that gets yards after first contact and all that, and. And right. I think that's really important for the Chargers. Right. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't know what his situation is going to be. He got dinged up uh, in that game against the Browns. Big win for the Browns. You know, they, they, they need to pull that one out. That's a division game. So that was that was huge. Uh, tough to tough to know where the Ravens are going. I mean, they're just kind of. They just haven't looked good since the first two or three games of the season. Yeah. They, I just don't know what they are in offense, Ron. They just. You know, they just can't get going, so then they ask him to win the game, so to speak. And yeah, they have kind of pared their offense down to just a certain <clears throat> things, and they just have lost some of the the running game that they had in the past. And yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What they, it's hard to explain what they're doing. They just look out of sync, and they just do not play well in the offensive line. Yeah. You know, which is different because they've been good there in the past. They've given yeah. up a ton of sacks. Yeah, that's that. That's right. That's right. Hey, before we move on to next week's games, g- give me your thoughts on this. It's Serban Meyer deal. I mean, obviously he's a, he's he's drowning right now, and lots going and, and on. And the players are playing like that too. I mean, that's they're yeah. a better team. 
You know, there's some yeah. players on that team. They're just not playing. R- right, right. So, you know, the talk has been, well, uh, Khan could could shelve him, you know, could could get rid of him. I don't know if that's financially feasible. Um, that, you know, I, I, you'd have to look at all the money that's involved because he's been paid a lot and, and there's a lot due. So a deal would have to be made. He could walk away. He doesn't strike me as that type unless unless he's got another deal in college. Then I, I could see that happening. But what do you think is going to go on here? Well, he won't be there next year. Um, he's okay. smart enough to know that, and he's smart enough also to know to get mm-hmm. stay involved in, in a college job someplace. I don't know which it would be or where it would be, but yeah. Or you know, he's going to take a mulligan, take the year off, but he's he won't be there next year. <laughs> you said you take a mulligan. <laughs> yeah. How many mulligans did you buy? I bought two. Well, you really only bought one, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Golly boy. I, that, that thing just. It, now, it, now, aren't those all of his, cause he's been screaming. Well, I got a guy leaking information here. We got in. So, well, okay. Everybody's got a guy leaking information. Now that's a new thing. Everybody's got a mole, but now aren't, aren't those his assistant coaches in, that yeah. he brought on that staff? Those are his yeah. guys, right? Yeah. You heard all of them. Yeah. Okay, so you 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 can only have so much mileage on that one. No, right? he's a problem. He is definitely the problem. It's just you know, remember when Nick Saban tried to coach the NFL? It's just a different game. Yeah. No, yeah. he was at Miami. No, I know that didn't last long. He struggled he's to be five hundred, and it just it's an entirely different game. Yeah. And yeah. you can't talk to NFL players like they you talk to college kids. You know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> They know if you know right away. College kids don't, but they do. They know if you know what you're doing, and and he doesn't know what he's doing in the NFL. I promise. Yeah, it it, it looks bad. The yeah, bad news about that is there's some good college coaches that would probably do well in the NFL, and may not because of this is such a tarnished deal that will kind of maybe keep guys from hiring out of college now. Yeah, yeah. Mike, how did they know? How do you know if you're an owner? And, you know, this football business isn't necessarily their business. You know, like the owner in Jacksonville, you know, he, he, he comes from, from uh, shipping and, and uh, engineering stuff. You know, he's got businesses all over the globe, you know, heavily based on the, in the UK. You know, some guys come from oil. Some guys come from, from real estate, you know, so on and so construction. So how does that owner get the right GM or team of people to make the right decision if you don't know? Well, that's the golden question. You know, Chicago would like to know that right now, too. So would Detroit, you know, all those teams. Um, it, it's so inbred in organizations where they like somebody and they keep them in the organization that are, that are uh, decision makers, right? And they're embedded deep into the program at <laughs> high levels, and they just aren't going to change anything. And until those changes happen – they'll keep making the same mistakes. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, without getting into naming names and all that, there's in both those organizations, there's probably four organizations like that and they'll never change until they change way deep inside. You know what I mean? And, uh, and have somebody who really knows football. Yeah. You said we're not going to name names, huh? Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. I want to, I'd like to name some names, Mike. But. Yeah, I would too, but it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it, like until those people change, it's just going to be the same because yeah, they, I, yeah. they just don't know what they're doing. They really don't. They really I play, don't I'll doing. just throw this out there and let people sleep on this. I played for one of them, and they 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 got it right for for a period of time, but before that time, 
the owner didn't get it right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, that's, that's big because then, and you know, then there's this thing also that uh, that's gone around saying, well, not every NFL team necessarily from a financial standpoint wants to win because winning costs more money <laughs> later on. As silly as that sounds. <laughs> Yeah, I won't go into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, moving you're trying, forward. You're tricking me, aren't you? Yay. Trying to trick me. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not going to take it. Mike, you didn't go it. for the play action didn't on the side. I'm, I really... I'm I'm staying deep. You're not going over my head. <laughs> I gave you I gave you BIM influence. I gave you influence. And I'm going to come back this side. That hook didn't set, Ron. Our hook did not set. Oh, that's not, great. Not I love doing you, it. Man. I love you, man. It. That's a real <laughs> not pro. Gonna do it. Pro and pro talking here. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All, right. Hey, okay. Do it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So let's let's go on to uh, next week here. And uh, we already talked about Kansas City and the Chargers. That, that'll be a good one. Nine and four versus eight and five. Chargers got back up to eight and five. Man, some teams, some teams sneak, you know, they're real quiet how they move. The Patriots were like that, quietly kept moving and, and got a good record now. Well, he's, 94, right? yeah. he knows he's such a, I, I really love this head coach. I really do. I love who he is as a man for, who? for uh, the chargers for the chargers. Yeah, Staley, yeah. Brandon Staley. Staley. Yeah. And, and just what he's about as a, as a man and, and just the honesty of him, And, and he's a brilliant coach on top of that. And he, he, he fixed as best he could what's happening on defense. And hopefully it's with stringing kite and glue kite, string and all that stuff, but hopefully they can get on defense. But, yeah. you know, I think that he is – his personality has really – and his approach to the game has really spurred them on and kept them in games. I really do. Yeah. So the Patriots go into the Colts, 9-4, uh, and 7-6. and six. That's two really good coaches in this one. You won't see any dumb stuff going on no, here. No. I, I promise you this one. And right. I feel like this one's going to come back down like it always does kind of this time of the year. It's going to come back down to the quarterback and, and Wentz is going to have to keep himself together. And that rookie on the other side, they may not be able to protect him with, you know, 40 some odd runs in this one. I don't know. No, I don't think they can. He's going to have to really uh, play big just like Stafford did this week. He's going to have to be the reason why they win this game instead of just play, you know, yeah. um, defensively. They're going to have to hold up because they they're really storming the gates right now. Uh, New England is because both basically they do whatever they want on offense. They're right. so efficient. Run the ball and the passing game is, and he's up over seventy percent or whatever. And he's been playing so good. Jones has. I'm talking about Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. Yeah. I yeah. just don't see New England losing until the playoffs. Right. Yeah, but just the way they're they're going, man. I just don't know. Now maybe maybe Buffalo beats them up there in a couple of weeks. Maybe. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah. Buffalo's got problems on defense right now that I don't know how they fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the morale thing, I, I think that coach is pretty good with their morale. I've always he's a felt good they're coach. solid. He's a good guy. But yeah. man, that's, that's tough. And I, I could see this coming now. That's, I could see that coming. So if you like a lot of football this weekend, you're going to get a lot of football this weekend, obviously the Thursday game, but the Browns and the Raiders are going to play on uh, Saturday. Uh, at one o'clock West Coast time, and uh, Patriots and Colts are going to play at uh, five o'clock West Coast time on Saturday. So two Saturday games, and then we're into Sunday. Now the uh, the the the, the uh, Cowboys uh, like two back to back trips here now. So now they're going to New York back to back road trips. Now they're going to New York 
Yeah, they got a bye week, really, is what it amounts to. <laughs> in New York, New York, the Giants are so bad right now. They just they can't even muster anything no, up to and surprise got, him. Yeah. And I feel bad for that because he's not going to make it. Um, Judge? Yeah, he won't yeah. make it. But it's just, you know, it's the timing of the schedule has worked out really well for the Cowboys. They'll go up and they'll play real well. No. Yeah. If they don't go up and play real well, then it's, it brings back all those old questions about the Cowboys and what bothered me about that Washington game last week was they had the Washington just put away. It, you know, at yeah. halftime, they were done. They were toast. And, you know, when that happens, you got – I mean, you got to come out the second half and you got to – I mean, you got to put them away. They're in your same division. If you got a, a, a di- division foe down, if you can beat them 100 or nothing, you beat them 100 or nothing, you, you know. Beat them. Yeah, right. You got to take the life and the will out of them, you know, right. and it's they, he didn't do that. You know, they started substituting in there in the second half, and they're up by two scores, and they're substituting. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. They came back and almost got beat, you know. And honestly, and I got criticized for this, but if you're in my division and we can put 100 on you, buddy, we're going to put 100 on you. Well, no, that's 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 right. Like you said, that's not for today, just today. That's for next week, next year, and as long as I'm coaching. That's what it's – Exactly. You, you yeah. take the will out of them. You know, we did that with uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for years. We never lost to Atlanta. We, we yeah. would bury them whenever we could, you know. Yeah. Make them not want to play you next yes. time or ever again. Make them, you make them remember. So that. when they, when they always tell a player, when they try out in the field, make sure they understand it's going to be just like the last one. You know? <laughs> and, and, and hopefully that's no a good chance. one. One you want. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, no, it's, yeah. yeah. You and, got and, no and, chance. You got no chance, buddy. So how you want to yeah. take it? And, it, and, you know, that works both ways, too, now. So if you put a thumping on someone, remember, Dad, you say this, you know, you, you do some some dirty stuff and, and, and run it up, then they, they remember it. But that's OK. That's that's the business we, we've been in, Mike. I'm, yes. I'm comfortable with it. I, I've been yep. born and raised into it. So that's how it is. So so here's what it's tell the guys. Why would anybody be afraid of playing somebody at their best? Isn't that what it's all about? And that's what it, it that's right. Right. I mean, don't what? you want them at their best? If you got to call them yeah. out face to face. Yeah. Get them out there, but the satisfaction of winning a game when you know that they're playing as good as they can possibly play and they're at full strength. Mm-hmm. That's like right. That. Yeah. I, you know, going back to that Washington game, I didn't think Washington Dallas game, I didn't think Washington protected very well. They, uh, Parsons just had his way inside and, and they, they looked like they weren't ready inside, or that's maybe as good as they are. No, that's as good as they are. Parsons. You know, with their, yeah, and they're, they're struggling on offensive line, but yeah. Nobody's blocked Parsons yet, so that's not unique to Washington. No, that, that's right. Yeah, he's he's he might that. be the MVP, you know, in the league at the end of the year. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I've never seen anybody like him. I've never seen anybody like him. You know. Yeah, he's, so we'll he's see. pretty good. And that that number eleven man, it makes you double double take. And like, wait a minute, what position is he? <laughs> he's, yeah. and that number eleven is is around there. So, um. Let me see here. I'm just uh, looking. He at doesn't team. know enough to be tired either, you know. Right, right. Know enough to be tired. Yeah, right. This time he hasn't got into that pro glide yet, where you need to take a little off here. He just goes, buddy. That motor just goes. He, he, he goes right, right. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, the other other big games. So Arizona took the took the L. All right, the ten and three now. Still a really good record, but now they're gonna have to fight it out with the Rams, especially if the Rams keep going in that in that conference that division. But a tech- Hey, the 49ers, Ron, right now in the last three weeks or so, yeah. or actually last month, 
they've been playing great football. They picked it up. Yeah. Seven and six now. Yeah. Yeah. Big win against the, the, the uh, Bengals there, you know, in a weird game, overtime game came back, yeah. won it. You know, that's all you got to do is win it. Doesn't matter. And Kittle, and Kittle had, you know, 13 catches for 150 or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, they just find ways to win. They're just a physical football team. I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like Garoppolo. I really do. I know, you know, a lot of people don't, but I like the guy. He, he makes he, plays. He's very accurate. He makes plays. He looks different now. I, you know, and wasn't too long ago, early in the year, they were talking about you know, trading him, and 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 he, maybe he was on the trade block for next year, and this and that. But he he looks he looks good. You know that 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 Seattle game got away from him, and they're wishing they had that one, obviously, because that was one they probably should have won. I yeah. think all around they're a better team than Seattle, but. You know, you, if you want them, you got to win them. So let's talk about Seattle here real quick, Ryan. Yeah. What do you think the difference was in Seattle? Why did they come back and win so big? I know it was the Texans, but why did they win so big? Run game, I thought. Yeah, you know who it is? Rashad Perry. Penny. Yeah. Penny. I mean, Penny. Penny, yeah. Penny, San Diego State running San Diego back. State. <laughs> He's been yeah. on ice for two years. Yeah. Now, whether I don't know whether he's injured or not, I really don't know, but – I remember him in college thinking this guy's going to tear the league up. Remember and that? Then I yeah. never, I never heard anything. And now he's, he was, uh, you know, they got him on the field and he's just tearing it up. Yeah. No, that's yeah. And so and that's a, he's a big dude, Ron. He, I mean, he's he, a I can big see, man. Yeah. yeah. And he can run. He's, he's, uh, like I said, when I watched him at San Diego state, he was unbelievable. And he disappeared and all of a sudden he shows up and he'll be a, a reason why they went for sure. What do you have, mm-hmm. like 150 or 130 yards or some dumb thing like yeah, that? Yeah, close to 130, yeah. He was definitely up up in the hundreds. And that team, it's funny because they, you know, they found something. A team that, you know, two weeks ago, Pete was walking out of press conferences. He was so frustrated. But, you know, and now they, I don't want to gloss too much over there because they were playing Houston. But, yeah, you, you, you take them as you get them. Well, yeah, and I think the, the thing that's always been missing for them is that running game. And having a solid back like that. Right. And I think they kind of stumbled into it and it affects the coverages, that quarterback. You know, you're not seeing all those two deep, you know, coverages with man under and combo coverages. Now you're seeing three deep and he'll kill that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He threw a ball probably just as far uh, as Herbert did. You didn't see Russell? That. Yeah. Russell, he pitched yeah. that about 65 too. Yeah, you know he had a hell of a throw in that game. It was really a a, a long ball. Hey, a, a team that no one's really talking about, and they're still alive in this whole thing, is uh, in the AFC because everybody that's got six wins is alive. Seems like uh, the Dolphins in the Tonga Valoa. You know he's he's still doing his thing, but what I'm do you think? Yeah. yeah, I'm not buying it. Yeah, they're just not that good of a team overall. I mean, defensively. They've hung in there even through all those losses early, and the quarterback has gotten better and better every week. But they're, they're just not good enough when you compare them to these other teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't think they make it in. I just I don't see that, but maybe they do. Yeah. I mean, they, you got Buffalo and and uh, you know New England. I, I just don't know how they're how they're going to make it past those. Yeah, those it, teams. it seems like it'd be a, a fight for them to to step in yeah. there. And the Ravens, Ravens are up high, or you know they've got eight eight wins, but. Yeah. Well, they won't go away, and they they're a talented team. They're just not playing as well as we've seen them play in the past. And 
you know, the quarterback, that's a lot of pressure every week to ask him to win. I think a little, that's kind of what happened to Mahomes there for a while. And they dialed him back and mm-hmm. you know, he's now he's playing, he's got the discipline of what they do, so to speak, you know, yeah. and this kind of uh, street football that they ask him to do at the end of the game to win it is, is pretty hard for him to do. Yeah. Yeah, that a- AFC is is messy in the seven and six, seven wins, six win columns. Like the Browns yeah. seven and six, Colts seven and six. Who else? Steelers six six one. Oh, you you, you can get lost in there. there. There's that's that's going to be tricky. Yeah, I think the Colts though, are, and and then the Browns are probably <laughs> the better teams of that group that you talked about. I don't think the Steelers are going to go anywhere. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Um, at I think all. Big Ben is. We know this is last year, of course, and yeah. uh, they just don't have the running game that they had in the <laughs> past. And a lot of things defensively, you know, remarkably, they look so different than what they have historically. Yeah, the Broncos at seven and six. It's a quiet seven and six, but it's a seven and six going backward. But they've beat like some very up. good teams too, Ron. They've beat some yeah. very good teams. And that's another team that I wouldn't rule out as, as sneaking in there. You know, I think they're okay. get a chance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had a, a tough week uh, with Demarius Thomas passing and right. paying an yes. homage to him throughout the week and the game and, and so on and so forth. So that's uh, that was very classy week done, I thought. Very, very well done. Yes. Uh, Baltimore Green Bay. We didn't we didn't get this one in. Baltimore Green Bay. So this will be Green Bay now going to Baltimore. Yeah, not sure exactly. Oh, uh, Lamar, how he's, if he's going to play, probably will, got carted off, so on and so forth. But, you know, Rodgers keeps talking about that toe. I don't know how much I want to hear about it, but they keep talking about it. This this is a tricky game for Green Bay, I think, because I think Ravens now, they got that back-against-the-wall feeling and mentality. And Green Bay, I didn't like the way they glided into the first half of last week's game. Well, I think they, they weathered the storm. I think I – think- what happened is Chicago came out and played so well. I think it shocked them a little bit, but it didn't move them. You know, they just they just methodically got back into the game. And the that's quarterback what was the reason yeah. for that. Yeah, I watched yeah. that. He was very and, cool. You know, he was that. very cool about everything. And and yeah. in Baltimore, you know, they'll blitz him, and uh, because that's what they do against those passers like that. And yeah, he'll kill him. You know, the receivers are all back now. They got both backs, and they got the big dude number. Was it number twenty eight? I keep forgetting his name, <laughs> you know, big 255 pound running back. And then they got Jones and, you know, they've got, they've got, uh, they're healthy and they're really good and they're getting better every week. And that quarterback right now is just ridiculous. Oh you, yeah. You're talking about Dylan, the running back. Dylan. Yes. Yeah. I'm Dylan's sorry. Dylan load. Dylan's a load. load boy. So you, you're trying yeah. to take care of the quarterback and all those receivers. And then they throw this guy at you. Right. And right. then de- defensively, they didn't play real well against Chicago in the first half, but, you know, they shut them down completely the second half. Yeah. But defensively, that's, they're a good defense. Like I said, might be the best uh, Green Bay team I've seen, you know, overall. Feels like it. Yeah, feels like it. Definitely feels like it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I, like I told you, Ron, I think they, they win it all this year. I just Green Bay? Yeah. 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 I don't who, see anybody who, beating them. Who's coming out of the AFC? Just give me, give New, me two I, teams. I think New England and uh, Kansas City will come out of AFC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, it'll probably come down to Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I don't know that uh, 
I don't know if Arizona's really ultimately good enough for Oregon Rams. Yeah. I think the Rams are, are a better football team overall, you know, regardless of what's happened win-loss-wise. But mm-hmm. I think they're really a good team waiting to happen, you know. You, you could see that here last night. You could see that last night. Right, right. And the, this will be fun. This will be interesting here to, to see. But the NFC's got some really good football team. You know, they really do. And then you got teams like San Francisco is making a run at this. If you just yeah. look at the last month, you know, three of those games, they really play exceptionally well. San Francisco's got uh, the Rams – or I should say the Rams have San Francisco at home, the final game of the season. Both oh, teams will true. need that game, I can promise you. That'll be huge, yeah. That, that's going to be a big game. And San Francisco now has beaten them like two years straight. Yeah. Okay, they, they, they've just slapped them around. Yep. So this will be interesting. And I don't know, I, I got a feeling the Rams are going to want this game and want some payback, but we'll, we'll see how that one goes. And- it, the Rams... Everything rests on Stafford. If he can play as efficient as well as he's played, you know, with the receiver crew that they have now. Yeah. And defensively, they come alive that front. You know, they did some nice things with the front, too, finally. Yeah. Like I said, they moved Aaron Donald around inside a little bit and got some guys free, and they've got speed on the outside rushers. And Yeah. You know, they're a good team. The Rams, are they'll take on uh, the Seahawks. Now, that's here in, in L.A. So – I, I know, I know the Seahawks. I know, I know what uh, they're thinking. They're going to come down here and catch the Rams after a big game and, and, and get up under the chin, and surprise them. And this did happen to the Rams earlier in the year. Rams had a huge win against defending Super Bowl champion Tom Brady and Gronk and all of that stuff, and they broke Gronk's ribs. Yada 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 yada. And then the next week, Arizona came in there and beat them. Yeah. So uh, I am sure that they're going to safeguard against that one this time well, around well arizona's not seattle <laughs> <You know? laughs> i think the, i think in seattle's case the chance that they have is that they can mount that running game with penny if they can get him now to, yeah now that they have that yeah and get coverages where he can throw the deep ball like he likes to throw yeah. you know they put too deep and they can't get that ball down there now they got a single safety because of the running game now you can get those big plays down the field so they have to pound it with him. Penny's got to have have a great game against the Rams, and some backs have done that to that defense. Yeah. He had 137 yards and two touchdowns rushing last week here against Houston. Got it, folks. I know. Houston. But remember when people have had success against the Rams this year, they've they rush run the game. See, that was yeah. another thing Arizona really – I was surprised. Yeah. Connor ran tough, but they never – stuck with it and they didn't you know what else they look like Mike Arizona looked nervous and unraveled early like I could tell there's some miscommunications going on Kyler was chatty with the sideline a lot I'm telling you Ron the thing that got to Arizona was the speed and the intensity of the Rams was was different than what they've seen in the past it shocked them <laughs> you know that storm that they hit they just whoa whoa Oh, this is the team we played earlier. It wasn't the team they played earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna blame the head coach a little bit. I'm gonna put this on uh, on Kingsbury because y- you know you got you got to get your team ready, and I, I don't well, think they were ready. So some of it's on him. You know, I think what got him in his play calling is, I think the first three or four times that they ran the ball on first down, they got no gain. Mm-hmm. Got slammed. Yeah, that intimidates him out of wanting to run the football again. Yeah. 
And if you're patient a little bit, and they had, like you said, that 10-minute drive down there, but it was a dink and dunk, and he ran a little bit. So, you know, for him, for that offense to go, their running game's got to show up. Because Kyler Murray can make a lot of plays. He's a little bit like what happens in in Baltimore. If you don't have that dynamic running game, which is missing in Baltimore, that helps you, then you become one-dimensional, and then they close it in on you. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, it wasn't one of those things like the Rams blew him out either. I mean, the guy threw for 370 yards or whatever and rushed for another whatever. It was well. the interceptions. I'm telling you, you yeah. remember now, this game is, is with all the accolades we're throwing out to the Rams, and rightfully so, it was a one-possession game, okay, a one-score game, and you can trace that directly back to the interception at but, the, in the red zone by Mark Murray. But all those things, the, the two turnovers, the interception, yeah. all that – they created those on defense. It wasn't something like a, you know, the guy fumbled to him or or whatever. They created those things. He tipped the ball. Yeah. Linebacker picks. Well, the it tip, off. yeah, tipped, the tip, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where he was throwing ball. down by the goal line though. Oh, he had. That's him. the one. He, he had the receiver going to the back line. He had him. He just the ball came off his hand a little low. If the ball was another six inches high, he'd hit him for a touchdown. I didn't see the window. It looked yeah. like the linebacker was standing right in the window. But maybe, no, like there was said, a receiver was going vertical through the back of the end zone, and he's trying to get it over the linebacker. Had it not gotten tipped, yeah. uh, it would have been a touchdown. I mean, he had him. But you that's think, how you close think the, the game is. The, yeah, you think the tip affected that ball? I, I couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. I know they yeah. showed it. but Yeah, no question did it. Yeah. The thing was, he had a nice tight spiral. It gets tipped and it starts wobbling all over the place. Yeah, and, yeah. well, that, there, the, there you go. That's how defenses can create. And that's how see, they're supposed to create. But see, that against him, that's what you do. Don't try and sack yeah. him at the end. No, keep him in the pocket. Don't try to yeah. beat the tackle and sack. Get up and squeeze, 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 and then up front squeeze to him yeah. and then bat the ball down. He's a guy that if you keep him in the pocket, you'll bat a lot of balls down. Yeah, that's right. All right, Mike. Well, we got, we got to get out of here. But before we do, I, I wanted to throw this out at you. And I think we're going to start doing this every week because I, I like – reminiscing about this game and i said every week let's let's have a legend of the week that we discuss and i'm going to throw a name out there and then you just take off with it because it's going to be a name that you know so uh this this particular player is speedy duncan oh my gosh <laughs> he just you- passed away oh my heart my yeah heart. yeah exactly. oh, i loved him i just loved him i used Running to go about- back I used to go to Balboa Stadium down in San Diego. For the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, in the old days. And, and, uh, (laughs) my gosh, I I can remember my buddy and I, we were in the stands. We were just kids, and we're sitting there. In those days, you could smoke all you want in the stands, so it's a cloud of smoke all over the (laughs) stand. You're gagging, you know, guys are drinking beer and smoking, you know, and you can't see the game, you know. But I remember he he ran two game two kickoffs back for touchdown. And he, I just I know he's going to run this back, you know, the typical fan, you know. Yeah. And there he goes, he goes beep beep. And to see somebody that fast in uniform and run like he could do would just take your breath away. Speedy he was so much fun to watch. What number was he? 34, 30, 30, no, 30 45? No, no, no. I think it was. 40. No, I can't remember his number. Well, I'm looking at. I just got a picture here. Here's one forty-five. 45. 45. Yeah. 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 45. Oh, Speedy my Duncan. God. Yeah. Now, Mike. Keith, Keith Lincoln was 22. Well, I could go on naming them. <laughs> you know, I could do that. <laughs> it, it, you know, he, they started when he was on the team. Now, were they at the Balboa Stadium? Yes. Or were they the? 
No, the LA this Chargers. Is Belbo, Belbo, this is okay. Belbo Park, Belbo Stadium down San Diego High School. That old stadium down there. It was a high school okay. stadium originally that they built into a a booming twenty eight thousand or thirty thousand seat stadium. Okay. Okay. Wow. It was not earth, earthquake proof, by the way. Oh. In fact, if, if the crowd got too loud, there's a chance it might come down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Used to watch Jim Otto there. You know, from the Raiders, come down there, double zero center and. Oh, it's just yeah. Paul Lowe and, and uh, Cookie Gilchrist and all those great names from the old yeah. AF, AFL, you know, the yeah. Cookie well, Gilchrist. He, yeah, he passed away last week, so our condolences and prayers out to the family. Uh, spend, some time, spend some time with the Redskins as well. The old, you know, the old Redskins. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the old ones, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. So much fun to watch, Ron. He was, you just didn't know. You, as soon as he touched the ball, you just thought, you know, he's going to go. Yeah, <laughs> those guys, most electric players I've ever seen. Yeah, wow. Anyway, I knew you would like that, so we're going to yeah. throw that out there every week. I'm going to hit you with a with a surprise uh, <laughs> legend of the week, man. And we're going to we're going to ramp that up. Jackie Slayer, I was ready to go. Oh uh, no, that's too that's too new. Yeah, we had <laughs> you easy. on the show. Nah, we had you on our show, our our, our Fox show yeah. here in, in L.A. Now nah, that, that was too easy, man. Big Daddy Lipscomb. Lipscomb, yeah, Daddy Lipscomb, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Yeah, there's no, a gonna... there's a bunch of old charts. Ernie Ladd, big girl, Ernie Ladd. <laughs> I can still yeah. see him. Yeah, yeah. Something no about Bell the game was, Stadium. was different then, though. It was, and and he had spats. I'm looking at his spats right now. He had these nice spats. And spats for those of our li listeners and viewers that don't know, those are just when you tape up the shoe to add extra support to it. Well, the tape would be a different color than the black shoe. So, you know, it gave you that spat look, kind of like the old uh, dress shoe yes. that people used to wear around. I still call them spats. And spats, yeah. Sweet look. And then, then on look. that tape, he and Blitnikoff, you could see all that stick them on the side of the uh, – so he'd reach down and, and with his fingers and just whip, put some on his fingers so he'd get that stick them, yeah. So explain to our listeners what stick them is. It's a kind of a – it looks like a Vaseline, but it's not. It's anything but – it looks just like Vaseline, and it's just what it says, sticking. It's real tacky and sticky substance that they used to put on their shoes down there on the, on the side of the spats, and you wipe your fingers on it. And Blitnikoff was – he had it all over his body. <laughs> you know, the yeah. ball just stuck to him, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. the quarterbacks hate it because when they got the ball, they got – it's all over that ball, you know? And yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he had that on the side of his spats. I know – Blitnikoff, you ever see a picture of him, you know, a full-length picture of him, look at his oh. feet, you'll see this junk all over his shoes. Beautiful picture. <laughs> I mean, that's football to me. Yeah. Blitnikoff, Mark Van Egan. You know, yeah. when guys used to get dirty when they played football. Right. And muddy and dirty, and you knew it was a game. And and I remember Blitnikoff with the stickum because I remember my father had stickum on his on his sock and he used to carry it right in the inside of his sock. And he just reached down before he'd return a punt and get a little stick. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I got some stick them. Uh, I think high school, that was my last experience with stick them because then they outlawed it. Thanks. But to there's, yeah, they outlawed it, but, and then the gloves came in, but receivers didn't wear gloves in those days. Didn't wear know? gloves. Isn't that something? Yeah. We didn't wore gloves. You go back and play in Buffalo in, in uh, December. You didn't wear gloves. Nobody wore gloves. Nobody gloves, wore gloves became a thing. And then the, the first gloves I remember seeing really, was the Steelers started wearing baseball gloves. I'm sure other, other teams did, but I'm just saying that you know, the Steelers were hot then in the 70s. Yeah. And when they play like the Bengals or somebody, and you know, they would wear gloves, baseball gloves, because football didn't have 
gloves dedicated for football. They didn't. The what, technology what, wasn't there. What would happen today if they outlawed gloves? <laughs> you know what? How oh, would, no, the swag would be gone. You know, guys much, would quit football. <laughs> yeah, I can't wear my gloves. I'm out of here. My, I know some kids that would. Yeah, shoot, mine might quit. You couldn't wear gloves. Yeah, my gloves. my gloves. Yeah, you had to have two things. Okay, you had to have gloves, I guess, and you and and when we played, like you had to have a half towel. That was it. Was all about your half towel. Gloves weren't in. I take that back. Gloves weren't in. But you better have a half towel, and it better hang right, and it better be about you know about two inches above your kneecap, and you can wear it in the back if you want and look fly like that, or you can wear it in the front, whatever. But you had to have that, and you had to did, have your stuff spatted up and in long white socks. That that did was. You, did you wear hip pads? No. Oh no, I took the hip pads out once I left UCLA. Yeah, that was. So oh, the, that's very uncool. Very so the hip, uncool. for me in college, the hip pads would always get turned sideways. Oh and no, I got you look bad in the no. front. And yeah, I looked awful. No, no, you know they call skinny, it. I know it's hard to believe, but I was a skinny kid. I in believe that college. You know, I and they give me these big old hip pads for linemen because I was a tight end. And they're too big. I should have just taken the pad out and taped it to myself. You know what I should have done. But I get in the pants kept falling down because they were they're too big. I, they were fine when they were dry, but when you get sweaty, they started sagging. You know, I was a bad looking player. Oh, I bad. Man. And I had my hand pads. So if oh, pass was no, called, hand pads with the yeah. pad on the back there. <laughs> so now well, you need them. Yeah, exactly. Wham. So <laughs> So when I was going to go out for a pass, I took hand pads and stuck them in my pants. Yeah, so <laughs> big key to stopping that tight end is he takes his hand pads off, right? <laughs> you look like Phil Villapiano or Gene Upshaw with all them hand pads on from coming off the and line. I had the biggest head in, the, in all college football, oh. so I had this big old Jupiter thing looking. Oh, on my, on gosh. My hey, hey, you know what? You know what they call that these days, Mike? You know, cool-looking uniform. And all that stuff, that swag, we used to call it being fly, okay? But now yeah. the kids call it field drip. Field what? Field drip. I want you to field write that drip. down. Yeah, field, field drip. drip. Like that, like you just dripping with sweetness. Field drip. Oh, for crying Kind of like you now. look when you go out and, you know, work in the front yard there. I know you <laughs> yeah. look, you have field drip. Yeah. So <laughs> next week, I'm going to quiz you on field drip. So be field ready. Field drip, huh? Yeah. And talk to Julie about field drip. I don't that's think just looking cool. I don't think anybody called anything in those days. You just played. You well, know? no, but that's see that it was boring. See, now we've we've got we've progressed. You know, we're in you know the new age. Field so you got to huh? bring yeah field drip. We don't get our field drip right. I, can, maybe I, got, we, I got a name for field drip. <laughs> <laughs> well, too late because we got to say goodbye. Yeah, okay. You save your name for next week. All right. <laughs> All right, brother. Good seeing you, man. All right. We'll talk next week. Okay, Bye. Man. I'm Ron Pitts with the coach, Mike Martz, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like what you're hearing on Run It Again? Well, let us know by leaving us a review on Apple. Be sure to join us next Tuesday for a new episode as we break down the man in the arena, Tom Brady. Don't forget to visit us at runitagainpodcast.com and make sure you hit that subscribe button. Remember, folks, we're just two old pros trying to make you think a little. So long, everybody. Run it again with Ron Pitts and Coach Mike Martz is a Benstown and McVeigh Media Podcast production. Executive produced by Roy Hamilton, producer Ed Maloney, and technical engineer is Kevin Horton. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at Run It Again Podcast.